Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ignite uh, podcast with Erica Pearson. Happy April, happy spring, and happy new month. Y'all, I know I have been gone for a couple months. I have been super busy, uh, but I promise you I'm going to try to be more consistent. But I'm super excited for this month. I decided to dedicate this entire month to us Christian singles. I'm excited. I'm going to have like a couple of guests on here. We are going to talk about like what it's like uh, to be uh, being single, being Christian. Uh, we're going to talk about our journeys. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about sex before marriage, abstinence. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about the good, the bad. We are going to talk about like so much and I'm super excited. Um, next week, uh, I have a bomb guest lined up and I cannot wait to until that episode is going to be amazing. But today um, we are going to talk about dating after divorce. And so the title of this episode is called Single Again. So if you have followed me for a while or if you are new to this podcast and you have never heard my story before, um, I am recently single. Um, I uh, divorced, was legally divorced in September. However, my uh, single or my healing journey started all the, I want to say January or February of last year. So let me just say that um, healing is different for everybody. What The process is different. Their journey is different. Um I don't think we could put like a magical number on somebody else's journey because it's different. What might take one person a year to heal might not necessarily take another person to uh, another person a year to heal. So everybody's um, journey looks different. My journey started in January, February of last year uh, when I decided to go to counseling. And why did I decide to go to counseling? Cause I was like sick and tired. I was sick and tired of, of being broken. I was sick and tired of picking the same type of people. I was sick and tired of blaming others for issues. I knew that there's a lot of issues that I had that I did not know why. I know there was trauma, um, that I needed to deal with. And I knew that my, you know, I allowed it, my identity to be tied to my, you know, things that happened to me for so long that I just got like sick and tired. And so January, February is when I started, um, I started therapy. And so, um, when I started there, when I started therapy, I was still married at that time. We were still together, um, at that time. And I see myself, uh, easily pull, pulling away. I was detaching from not from the marriage, the person, the the trauma. Um, the I was uh, getting healed from it. The trauma bond that was that 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 brought us together. That was that was getting severed. God was dealing with that. God was breaking that down. Um, God was dealing with my rejection issues. He was dealing with my identity issues. He was dealing with my abandonment. He was dealing with my with my hurt. He was dealing with my pain. He was dealing with my betrayals. He was dealing with my disappointments. He was dealing with everything, okay? And so I was no longer um uh I was no longer attracted to the broken pieces. And so 
the healing version of Erica could no longer remain in that brokenness. I was getting healed so in in so many ways it was so it was uncomfortable uncomfortable for me to stay there. And so again the trauma bond that we bonded on was starting to get broken and I started my my vision I started, my vision was starting to get clear. I started to gain clarity. My cycles that I was used to, my cycles were getting broken. I, I, I desired more. I knew that there was more to this life. I knew that there was more to marriage. I knew that was more to joy. And I was so hungry to, for uh, a healthy life. I was so uh, hungry for a healthy version of myself. I was so uh, uh, hungry for even just like a, just, I wanted to experience what a healthy relationship was. Sad to say, I've never experienced a healthy relationship and I am almost 40 years old. Right. So before, so before my healing journey, I never experienced what it was like to be in a healthy, in a healthy relationship. Everything, every relationship that I was in, there was some kind of, uh, there was, there was something, something in it that was just not okay. And so, and let me say this, I know that every relationship is not going to be perfect. However, no relationship that I was in was healthy. It was not healthy for my, that person. It was not healthy for me. Okay. So I started to detach right? And so marriage, uh, a divorce is like a death, right? You have to, it's like, uh, it's, it's like a death. It's like a pain. It's like excruciating pain. It's just a pain that does not feel good. I did not, let me say that I did not experience that in September. I had already been experienced, experiencing that. I had already started letting go March, April, um, beginning of April, but I started experiencing, I started feeling that death in May, April. I started, feel, I started mourning, mourning it. I started feeling it then because at that point that I was done, May was only the physical separation. And so that's when God was allowed it. That's when God was able to get me by myself. There was a only there was only a a, a a a certain level of healing that I can get in that marriage. When we when we get out when we got out that marriage, there was a healing that there was another level of healing that I was able to do. There was I needed to see myself. I needed to feel. I needed to feel. There were there was not only was I mourning that marriage. I was mourning the marriages before, the relationships before. That w- let me say this. From January to I want to say July. That is when that those months was some more mo- there was those was some of the more the most intense moments that I've ever experienced in my life. There was so much unlocking, so much acknowledging. There was so much that I had to deal with. But 
it was for my good and it was necessary. So again, by the time September came, I had already grieved and I already have uh, started my healing journey. I have already done, you know, what I needed to do. September was just like the 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 the, the legal part of um, of it that it, we were then legally done. Um, and that was just like the final leg, like the final leg of, of the race that needed to be like, uh, to, you know, the final leg, whatever, if you want to call it that. Um, but so September, October, November, so I was fine. I was like, you know, I was ready. I mean, I was still allowing God to do what he needed to do in me. And then here comes February. So um, I have been previously going to different singles events just to have something to do. Um, but I want to say like uh, January, like the very last of January, um, I seen this uh, event about speed dating at a church, a Christian's event for speed dating. And so your girls in school, um, I have businesses. I'm a full-time mom. I'm a, uh, uh, I work full-time. And so I don't really get out a lot. And so I just thought that this was maybe a way for me to get myself out there and for me to force, um, get myself out there because I'm very shy. I'm an introvert. I'm very good with playing the background. I can play the background very, very, very well. I have that down. I ha I'm a pro, okay? I have that down, like I have that on lock. I can play the background very, very, very well. Um, and so I decided to do this event. Now it was a speed dating event. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be good because I have to get myself out there, right? And I was like kind of open to the idea of whatever. I was like, well, this, this is just going to force me to come out of my comfort zone. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do it. But I think I was way too excited that I did not really read the directions or I really didn't pay attention to the details of the event. So I didn't know you needed to sign up to be able to speed date, right? So when I got there, I was like, dang, I can't speed date. But um, let me tell you all this, right? I was ready. I had, you know we were supposed to bring snacks and stuff. So I went to Walmart. I got me some little cupcakes and I was ready. I, your girl was ready to get to this event. Your girl was ready to mingle. I was ready to, to be able to meet, you know, other people, you know, I was ready. I was like, you know, maybe, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. Y'all why I had called my friend on the way there. I was like pulling in the park a lot. And I called her. I said, Toy, I said, I want to go home. I said, I do not want to be here. Why did I sign up for this? I said, I don't like my anxiety. Was I said, I said, Toy, I'm, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. She said, You better go up in there. So, y'all, I went up there, went in, got my little name tag, put my little cupcakes down. Y'all, I was like, Lord Jesus. I said, Why, 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 why did I do this? I was so nervous. I was so nervous, y'all. I was like, I was like, listen, I said, Toya, I said, I'm, I, I ain't doing, I ain't, I ain't conversating with nobody. I ain't talking to nobody. So what I do, I went 
and I found me a little chair in the corner. I, I sit in my little chair. I got me some strength, okay, and some uh, wings. Some I think they got from uh, uh, Pizza Hut. Got me some little flat cells of my favorite pieces, right? Uh, but I got me some, you know, some chicken and some shrimp with some cocktail sauce. And I sat in the corner and I was talking to Toya. And I talked to her mostly. I talked to her for like for a minute, for a minute. And I was like, I don't know why I did this. I want to go home. I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to conversate. I just, I just want to go home. Why did I do this? Why let you talk me into this? Right. So we, um, so, you know, she had to call me back and I was like, man, I ain't got nobody to talk to. Like I'm calling Toya back, answer your phone. Y'all, I went to the bathroom. I did not want to talk to nobody. Your girl, I, I'm an introvert again. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to a man. I don't know how to start a conversation. I like, I don't know. I was, I did not want to be there. I wanted to stay in my little, I wanted to go home. I wanted to go home. I was so nervous and there were some good looking men there. And I was just like, I don't want to be here. What am I doing here? Like, why did I let Toya talk me into this? Like, I really just, I was all cool and dandy and ready to go. I little took my, I was looking all cute and stuff, went to Walmart, you know, took myself back to the bakery, got me some uh, cupcakes, checked. I was ready. But then, like, I was like, pulling up that, what was I thinking? <sighs> so we had, they had like a, a, a icebreaker bingo game and you had to go around to the opposite sex and so it on that game it was like you know i've never broken an arm i've visited three countries i'm left-handed you know just different things but you ha you had to go around the room and um and ask the opposite sex you know if they ever you know if they ever you know if this is them write their name down so let me tell you what your girl did your girl, she went around. She said, um, can you fill this out for me? <laughs> I was so nervous. And let me tell you, it took me like a, I was probably there for like a good hour and a half before I even talked to anybody. I went, I was talking to myself in my head. I was trying to uh, pump myself up for at least an hour and a half to go and start playing this game. I was like, Erica, go do it. Go do it. Go do it. And I would walk and I would stop. And I'm like, no. I mean, y'all, I'm nervous. I'm shy. Very shy. I am that person that you find in your in the background. If I'm at a party, I'm in the background. I'm, I'm observing, you know. I will go in a place and I will look incognito. Okay. I'm good. Listen, that's where you will find me. Right. So it took me like a good hour and a half to go around the room and, you know, and, you know, and, and do it. And when I did, I was like, can you fill this out for me? And then I said, Erica, I said, no, you got to open your mouth. I was like, okay, are you this and this and this? And I was like, oh, what's your name? 
and like writing their names down. And it was so awkward because I seen other people conversating with the opposite sex. And I'm like, Lord, how do I do this? What do I do? And so there was some ladies that I had, you know, I talked to, you know, for a little bit because I was tired of sitting by myself. So I found me some women that I could just talk to and, and, fig- and get to know them and stuff like that. Because I'm, you know, I can introduce myself to, uh, to, you know, women just to get to know them and stuff like that. But still, it still takes me time. I'm not that person where I can just jump right in, right? I got to warm up. I got to observe first. So I went to them. I said, are y'all, um, I said, how do y'all do this? I said, I said, when you're talking to somebody, I said, are you supposed to um, have a conversation or do you just go up there and you just get their names? And I was like, you're supposed to have a conversation. I was like, okay, well, how do you do that? (laughs) How do you have a conversation? Like, what do you say? Because I don't know. Okay. I know what. I don't know. Listen, this dating is new to me. Putting myself out there is new to me. I have dated, you know, when I was broken, right? But I don't know how I dating healthy, you know, dating with it's new to me. It's it's new. I don't know how to do it. So man, I'm like, Lord, what? So I was just sitting in this place. I was like, Lord, I'm ready to go. I don't want to talk to nobody. I kept looking at my clock. I mean, I had fun, you know, but it took me like at least, like I said, an hour and a half to even play the game. And by the time I really got comfortable enough, it was almost over. And even then, I still really wasn't trying to have a conversation like I so listen how do you have a conversation with the opposite sex like I can talk to somebody on the phone like I can do that right I could do that all day but in person I'm shy I'm very 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 shy and I try not to be awkward but I mean I have to get to you know if I know you and I'm warming up to you and stuff like that. If I know you, if I talk to you for a while, that's one thing. <sighs> Give me some silence. But yeah, I, it was crazy. And so I just, it was fun. I just realized in that moment that your girl don't know how to talk to, how to talk to people, how to talk to the opposite sex in person Jesus 39 years old y'all y'all pray for me pray for me because listen I can talk to you on the phone all day I can laugh I can have fun I can he he we listen I can talk you know, but in person, if I'm just now in a, in in a, in a, just thrown into something like that, I, I, I ain't talking. I ain't talking. Even the, even I went to 
other events. <laughs> and I'm the same way. Like, so I help with registration <laughs> at uh, an event. I want to say like twice. And, you know, I, I like serving. I love to serve my heart. I have a passion to serve. I love to serve, right? But doing registration is a way for me to talk, to open myself up. <laughs> so, oh, that's the way that I can like, you know, I don't, I can't, you know, hi, how are you? Like, how was your day? <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I don't know how to talk to the opposite sex, not in person. Like, if I don't know you, like if I'm in a position I've never met you before, yeah, it might be awkward, right? Um, but if I know you for a while, or if we talked on the phone, and you know we got a first day or whatever, then I'm all good. But meeting somebody face to face for the first. Mm, that's when I need the Lord to help a sister out because I don't know how to flirt. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to flirt. I don't know. I just, you know, this is new to me. Dating after divorce, the healthy way, dating God's way is it's, it's, it's new and I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's fun. Um, it's, 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 it's new. Um, so yeah, so that, you know, once I did that, I was like, okay, you know, I enjoyed myself, but a week goes by. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to put myself out there. Um, and so I do not get out a lot, you know, right now I'm going again, I want to school full time. I am in, um, a couple of programs I to be mental health coach, um, certified. I work full time. I have businesses. I have kids. So I don't go a lot of places. So one thing that I have to, that I'm doing to put myself out there, not only going to events, uh, but, you know, I guess try online dating, put myself out there online. Um, I knew that discernment, you need your discernment. Um, dating online is very interesting. Is it dating online or is it just getting to know people? Being online is very interesting. Uh, there's a lot of different people. You know, you have to be your discernment. You got to use it. Uh, you got to, you got to pray. You got to, you got to, uh, you know, you need to be led by the spirit of God. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, online, um, I've tried hinge and I just had to get off of that thing, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, just because, you know, I, that's a way for me to put myself out there. Um, but so I, you know, I have, I'm excited. Um, I know that, um, 
I have made the decision that I'm going to, I told God in September, uh, that day, the divorce, you know, I was supposed to go to court. That I went to court. I told God I was going to steward this season well. And so I made the decision that I do want to, I'm a date with purpose. Um, so I, I will get to know, I do want to get to know people, but once I make that decision, uh, once I, uh, you know, once I make that decision, then yes, I want to date you. Then I'm going, I want to date with purpose. Um, I know that in the past, what I've done was I went into things, not thinking, are you my husband? Are you my husband? I would even listen, Shane, look. Shame the devil, right? Tell the truth, shame the devil. I would even be going to churches, you know, just to not like that to with the spectator, but you will go, I will go to church, or if my church was visiting another church, um, uh, if I see somebody, oh, maybe he could be my husband, he could be my husband. It was goddamn crazy, and it's not that I was looking for that, but I, I just my desire for marriage, it just sometimes my comment, it just over. It's like my common sense just went out the window. Um, and it was this time around, it's just, I just go into dating, just having fun. And I'm not somebody who I'm just willing to just like, I don't, I don't feel like I want to get to talk to four, five people at a time. That's just not my desire. Um, I have never been one to talk to multiple people to get to know at a time. I just don't have that energy, um, right now. Um, but I am open. I look, you know, you can have friends of the opposite sex, man. Every person that you run into is not your spouse. Every person that you run into is not your husband. Every person that you run into is not your wife. And sometimes we go into things like that and we can be disappointed. Okay. So one thing that I real that I, you know, that I'm doing differently is just having fun and just but you know, I'm look, I'm a fun person, right? I can I desire to have brothers in Christ, right? That I could just be friends with and you know, we can just go out and just have fun, watch a movie, and even sisters in Christ, like just building friendships, right? Where I am right now is just is building friendships. Now, listen, I am, I do want to date. Um, I, I am in a place where, you know, I would like to get married again. However, I'm also in that place where I want to build relationships, friendships. Um, and I think that honestly, I think that, you know, even if someone is not who you desire at the moment, or you don't, you see them as a friend right now, being friendships make the best relationships starting out as friends. You know, they can make the best re relationships. I mean, you you have to be friends with your spouse, right? So at this moment, I'm just like wanting to build relationships um, with both sexes, just friends, you know, and, um, and you know, I, I've, it, you know, I, it, it'll be fun um, to have, to be friends with the opposite sex. Every... Every relationship with the opposite sex does not have to be a relationship. Like, why can't people of the opposite sex be friends? Right now, when you get married, then that's when y'all need to have a conversation. 
However, being single, you can very well, you can, you can, and you, you can have friendships with the opposite sex. And it can just be friendships. It doesn't have to always be, you don't have to always look at somebody, well, is this person my husband? Is that person my, listen, have a brother uh, in Christ, have a sister uh, in Christ, and y'all have fun, joke, laugh, you know, it's, it's fun. So, but yeah, so another thing that I realized in my dating, in, in, in my journey, um, well, dating after divorce is that one thing I realized is that topical conversations does not, does not please me. I, you know, maybe it's because I don't know, I'm in school to, for Christian counseling psychology, um, doing programs for mental health. And so I, I love deep conversations. Me, like I have a, my friend, my best friend, Toya, we always have deep conversations. Our conversations are so, so bomb. Like we, I mean, we literally, we are on the phone God speaks through our conversations. We we get business. I God drops business ideas to us. We're helping each other with a program. I mean, different. I mean, I love deep conversations. Right? Deep topical conversations don't do me right. I I was so okay with holding topical conversations. What's your favorite color? What do you like to do? Um, you know, uh, what have you struggled with? No, that was in my past. However, now I love deep conversations. Um, uh, it means a lot to know why people are how they are. Why people think um, the way that they think. Why did their... I mean, it's topical uh, conversations do not hold... It does not hold my attention. I you They don't keep my attention. They don't. I mean, now every conversation is not going to be deep. They're just not. Sometimes you just want to laugh. You just want to play. You just want to joke around. You just want to have light conversation. But to get to know someone, you have to get to know why they are who, why they are um, the way that they are, why they think the way that they think. It's just, you know, you have to get to know them. We all, listen, everybody want to have topical conversations and nobody wants to dig deep everybody want to just be okay with um just things that really don't matter things that it topical conversations really don't help people right as christian singles right we are so afraid to deal with the seriousness of certain things Sex before marriage, right? Let's use that as an example. Everybody, okay, we single, right? 
we feel we are human. There are desires that we have. You, we make the choice. You're supposed to make the choice to be abstinent. However, don't play like you don't have desires, right? Don't play like you don't yearn for somebody's touch, right? Not having deep conversations, I believe. I believe not having deep conversations will do more harm than good. I believe having deep conversations, you're able to uh, be real with yourself, be real with others. Um, and people are really able to see who you are, right? So, yeah. So I'm learning, you know, that this time around dating after being divorced is that my, my attention, what keeps my attention back then does not keep my attention now. Um, I'm learning that uh, my self-awareness um, is at a different level. My self-accountability is a different level. I sacri my sacrifice is totally different from previously. Um, you know, I sacrifice what I want and what I desire for what God has for me because at the end of the day, I want my purpose partner and God knows me from the innermost parts. He knows my calling. He knows my beginning. He knows my middle and he knows my end. And he knows um, how he, he knows who is going to work for me and who is not. So I have, I've learned to trust him in my single journey. I've learned to, um, be more aware of my triggers. Um, I've learned to, uh, and like I said previously, I've, I listened. Um, I learned, I listened to what's said, what's not said, and I always pay attention. Um, but I, I've learned that communication is everything, right? That um, in my previous relationships that I did not communicate well, and so communication to me now is everything. Uh, the way that I communicate is totally different. And God has really, um, uh, God has really uh, just, the way that God has worked in me has been amazing. My heal the way that God has used my decisions to bring me to who I am today is amazing. I am total like I'm totally different from who I was. Um, and so again, it's not about what I want, uh, but it's about what God wants and what He desires for me. I desire to be loved by the man that God has. And one thing that I realize is that there's not always one person for us. I believe that God will put people in our uh, path that will line up with his purpose for our lives, our lives, and that we have uh, the ability to make a choice. Um, 
And so one thing that helps me in this time, if you have not watched um, this podcast, it's called Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Shout out to uh, Brother Lateris Whitfield, because let me tell you what, his podcast is bomb. If you are married, his podcast will also help you. Um, again, I don't know really how to date, right? So I'm talking to you about my dating, uh, my journey to dating after divorce. I'm still learning how to date. I'm still learning how, how to navigate uh, the the se- this season of my life. I'm starting, um, I'm learning to ha- how to navigate how to date healthy. I'm starting to navigate um, healthy boundaries. Uh, there's just so much thing that I've started to navigate. Uh, but podcast helps me, a, this podcast helps me a lot as far as my dating life. Um, and so, and then also, I also listen to uh, Pastor Jerry Flowers. He is the bomb. Lay your edges down before you listen to him because you're not going to have no edges left after you hear one of his sermons. Um, But I will say that uh, my journey, uh, this dating as uh, dating after divorce has been, it's been amazing. Uh, You know, I realized I don't know how to talk to a man at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't, uh, you know, I, you know, the church, you know, they, they talk to, you know, they, they have a lot of emphasis, a lot of teachings about, about how uh, a wife, how a woman is supposed to be a wife. But I don't think they have enough teachings for men um, about dating and how to be godly husbands. And um, that's something that we're going to get into in these next coming weeks is what flaws or things that the church can do or whatever like that. Um, But I am learning in this journey that there are some things I just don't know about dating. Um, And so, again, I don't know how to, like, talk to a man, like, in his face. Like, I just don't. Like, I could be on the phone with you and I can like talk and I can laugh and I can hee hee and I can ha ha but listen we get face to face and I'm just like shy shy I'm really really shy in person um but uh healing um another thing I realized in this journey is that healing after um we talk a lot about healing after um you know, how healing after a di- divorce or a breakup is necessary, but we do not talk a lot about healing um, or how your healing is tested once you are ready to get into another relationship. So I will say that I know that to be true uh, because there was someone who I was, you know, we were friends getting to know each other. And then we eventually thought that the next step, you know, we could at least take, you know, the next step and take it a little further. And so I realized that my healing was tested in that moment. Um, I realized that I had walls up and that this person has slowly began to take them down to, uh, they slowly started coming down. Um, and I was able to open myself up to vulnerability. And so, um, 
I was, uh, there was some triggers um, that happened. However, what is important is that you have people, again, who will pray with you and who will give you godly wisdom. And you don't have to, one thing is you don't have to tell everybody. Don't announce it until it's permanent, right? Um, But, you know, we were just getting to know each other. And I realized that I was triggered by some things. But the thing about it is, is that you have to make sure that you let go of your past and you have to remember that that person is not that person that hurt you. And so I slowly began to deal with my triggers and understand that triggers does not mean you have to necessarily stop, right? However, a trigger is that it's something that will make you aware and it's something that you have to deal with and something that you have to work through. Triggers can be worked through. So triggers are just God's way of safe to me in healing. It's just God's way of saying, okay, you thought you was done with this. Okay. This, I need you to deal with this. This is something I need you to deal with. It's God to me, for me, it was God shining a light on some things that I needed to deal with. Not necessarily saying that it was a no go, right? But it was just God saying like, look, this is something that you need to deal with. Right. And so at the very beginning of you know, that I prayed and I asked God, Lord, if this is you, you know what I'm saying? Um, all right, I, I'm, I'm for it because we can keep our blessed because fear will rob you of your happiness. Fear will rob you of your joy. And one thing that I did not want to do is I didn't want to make another mistake. However, God, I has my feelings and the way that I am right now is that I do not want to disappoint God. I don't want to disappoint God, right? I don't want to make a bad decision. I do not want to outright just disappoint and make a wrong decision. And so I went to God and I said, Lord, help me because I don't want to make a wrong decision. I don't want to disappoint you. And so, um, I just allowed it God to lead and my ears was open to his voice and my spirit was open to receive whatever it was. And so I knew to not go further unless God gave me the go ahead. Now you can, there's certain steps that you can, there's certain things that you can go for me, there are certain levels that you can go to, but do not go further unless God gives you the go ahead. And so, yes, we made the decision to move forward and to see where something goes. However, that is as far as I, well, it was going to go until God was like, okay, I can, you can have the conversations, but I, every night before I went to bed, every morning, I said, God, if this is not you, if this is not you, you know, uh, break it, tear it apart. But if it's you, talk to me, give me a sign, something, right? And so I remember that one, one day I woke up and um, I'm gonna try to make this quick because it's already almost an hour. I remember that, Um, so I remember that one day I woke up and I felt a shift. And I called Toya, you know, that's my best friend, y'all. 
I said to her, I said, something don't feel right. I said, my heart, like it just, I can't explain the feeling that I had. It was, it was something, it was a shit. Something in my spirit was just off, right? And I could not put my hands on it. But what I told her is, I don't, maybe, I don't know if this is God, right? And so I just could not shake the entire day. That morning, I could not, I could not, um, I could not, I could not shake it. And so I remember I got on a prayer call and I heard my mentor say that the counterfeit shows up before the real thing. Y'all, let me tell you something. When she said that, I was like, now listen. (sighs) Then I was like, God, what are you trying to tell me? And I said, God, I said, I love that I get words from other people. And And I said, but God, right now, I need you to tell me what it is. And I, after she said that, man, I struggled with that. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, well, maybe this ain't what it is. So it was a struggle. You know, I was going back and forth about, you know, and I'm like, God, some, 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 something. And the entire day, something has shifted. I felt a shift in the community. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how good God is. Okay. I felt a shift in the communication. I felt it was a shift and had a conversation. Conversation was great. It ended great. But then it started to go downhill and not in a, let me tell you this, not in a negative way. Cause when I tell you this person is going to be like the bomb husband to somebody one day, he is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait because he's, he is amazing. And let me say that just because people are great people does not mean they're your person, but this person is going to be an amazing husband one day. And I truly pray um, that he will find that woman who will love him right. Like he is great, right? Um, but I remember the the this conversation shifted, and it was. And this is the thing. I was not mad because I asked God for it, right? I asked God, said God, if this is you, okay. But if it's not, pull it away. I can't get mad at God for answering my prayer. Like we pray for something and then when God pray, when God answers it, but he doesn't answer it the way that he wants us, us, he wants. Okay. Look, we pray for stuff, right? And when God answers, but he doesn't answer the way that we want him to answer, then we want to get attitude. I told Toya, I said, Toya, she said, are you okay? I said, yeah. I said, I prayed for it. I said, I can't get mad. I said, God answered it the just the way that I, I, I asked him. I mean, he answered a prayer. How can I get mad? And so I remember that conversation that we had. I said, look, I said, well, 
I said, at the end of the day, it's not about, uh, we're on a phone. I said, at the end of the day, it's not about what you want. And it's not about what I want, but it's what about God wants, right? And so, um, at the end of the day, I was not mad, but I was grateful because God is amazing. God is, God is so amazing that he answered my prayer fast. God is so amazing that he did not allow me to get into something that was so deep in that I could not get out of. God is so amazing that he healed me so much that I was strong enough to let go. Like, let me tell you something. The old Erica, no, she wouldn't have, she would have tried to force something. She would have to like, she would have to try to force a puzzle piece that does not fit. So I'm grateful to God that he has given me so much strength to be able to let go. But let me say, tell you this, the after effects of it was not, um, was not really easy because like I said, he was a great person, right? He was a great man. However, he was not mine. And opening myself up to that vulnerability, when you open yourself up, then there's a new, <laughs> all these levels of healing. There was a new level of healing that I had to embrace after it did not turn out the way that I probably would have hoped. But what I look forward to after that conversation, I was joyful. I was excited because I'm just one step closer to who God has for me. I'm just one step closer to when God can merge us together. Let me tell you something. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I know that me being obedient to God opens up a door. And not that I was doing it for that reason, but I do not, I want my purpose partner. That is what I want. I don't want nothing less. And so I want everybody to be able to find find who they are. And I am in a place where I can be friendly with people. Let's talk about the opposite sex because I can be friendly with the opposite sex. But I want to be able to see my spouse. I don't want to be so occupied with someone else that I cannot see clearly. So I can be in conversation with someone, right? But I allow God to uh, guide the friendship in every step of the way. And to me, that's just how, that's for me. That's just for me. It might be different for somebody else. But I'm grateful for, you know, the steps that, the, where God is taking me, what God is doing, um, this dating journey, uh, this this dating after divorce. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm out there. I put myself out there and I'm just waiting for whatever it is that God has. Um, you know, I can't wait. 
Um, you know, marriage is a beautiful thing, and I'm look for I'm looking forward um, to the day that um, you know we are. I'm able to meet him, and he's able to meet me, and I, I'm excited to just experience uh, the love and a love story that only God can make uh, that God can create. And so in this time, I'm just, you know, working, uh, business and, uh, and, and, and going to school and taking care of my kids and, um, getting certifications and I'm just staying busy now being, uh, now being single, is not always easy. Um, you know, it has is I have my great days. I have my good days and I have, and I have, you know, a bad day here and there. Um, but in the end, I know that it's going to all work out. And so um, I will say, if you are dating after divorce, to give yourself grace, um, to give yourself time to heal um, and to have fun with it, um, you know, to not take everything seriously, um, you know, to allow God to lead your decisions to lead your choices um, and not be so analytical. One thing that I, I did was I was so, I analyzed everything previously. And so now, you know, if I, if I allow God to lead, then I don't have to try to control the outcome. I don't have to control how it moves or how, or what happens. Um, I don't have to force it. Uh, what is God will come easy. When it's God, it does not have to be forced. Um, so, yeah, so I'm excited. I cannot wait. Next week, we are going to have a guest. Um, he is like bomb.com. I'm so excited. He has so much wisdom, and I cannot wait um, to be able to, um, to talk with him until you are able to just hear his, his story and his views. Um, because when we talked, I got off the phone with so much wisdom, so much knowledge. Listen, yo girl, I don't know. I don't know no pickup lines. I don't know how to approach a man. Um, I, I just don't. And so he gave me, you know, a little, little pointers or whatever that helped me out. And, you know, I still ain't, you know, did it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just to have, you know, it, it, yeah, listen, Y'all, tune in next Tuesday. Let me see what is next Tuesday. I'm excited, y'all. Next Tuesday. Where is it? I know this is a long podcast. Next Tuesday on uh, April 11th, we are going to have a guest, and I'm super excited. Um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday, April 25th. We will be having a live um, podcast and so a live recording. Um, I'm not sure what time yet. I'm still um, getting the panel together. I need to, uh, everybody's going, it's going to be, uh, people's going to be on different time zones with, so listen, just tune in to the our live recording on April 25th for our uh finale on uh our uh April uh dedication for us Christian singles. So I love you all. 
I pray that something that I said encouraged uh, y'all. Um, don't hold nothing against me, y'all. Uh, pray for me. Pray for your girl. Um, you know, I I like to laugh. I love to be transparent. Um, you know, I'm just me. Um, you know, take it or leave it. Um, I don't try to be somebody that I'm not. This is me. And so I'm excited um, for what God is going to do. So again, I well, I pray um, that something I said will inspire you. Um, and so that you leave encouraged. Um, and so I just pray that you have a great day, that God continues to bless you in your week, um, that he continues to blow your mind, that he continues to give you strength. Um, that you continue to push forward, that you continue to not allow anything or anybody stop um, what you have going on. I pray that just joy meets you right where you right where you are. That the peace of God uh, will begin to just saturate your home. I pray that um, the leading of the Holy Spirit uh, will just continue to lead and guide you. And I pray that if you are single. Um, that God is continues to just give you strength in this waiting season that he gives you, um, that he will fill the void that you might feel, um, uh, that you will just, uh, not only run this race, but that you, um, but that you will run this race. Well, um, I pray that, um, you just continue to be encouraged, um, and know that God has your back, right? That God knows your innermost beings, that he know he knew you before you were even formed. One of my favorite scriptures, y'all. Um, in this uh since you know I've been on this journey, but he knew you, right? So he knows who is best for you, he knows what you need, he knows what, what you desire. One thing that I know, right, in my in my journey is that God is not gonna give you necessarily what you want. He's going to give you what you need. Now, he's going to sprinkle a little bit of what you want and who he has for you. But at the end of the day, when he bring when he brings you and your spouse together, it is for his kingdom and it's for his glory, not for us. And so I just pray that you continue to wait, that you continue to seek God, that you continue to run your race well blessings to you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend or week, a weekend, wonderful week. Bless you. I love you all. Tune in next Tuesday, April 11th for our next episode of Ignite Podcast with Erica Pearson. I'm your host. Love you all so very much. Peace. <laughs>